Shalom Aleichem. Let's learn um, the Sikh of Emmer Beis. But we're going to do something a bit different, and that is the whole Sikh is based on the assumption that we know what Chadash is. I, I really didn't know what Chadash is, and um, I'd imagine we could all gain from getting some context. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do some sharing some information. A lot of it is from an article that Rabbi Shua Munshine wrote, which is on shulchanarcharav.com. The Torah tells us that you're not allowed to eat from grains until after Pesach. In other words, anything that's planted in the previous 12 months and is cut, you cannot eat it until after the, the Pesach. So the, in the time of the Beis HaMikdash, the moment you were makri of the carbon Oimer on Tezayinus in our Chutzlar, it's what we would call Yitzayinus because it's two days of Yom Tashem From then you were able to eat anything from the last 12 months that was planted and cut. If something was planted three days before Pesach and it was Nishtash Bakarka, it was already part, you know, fully grown within the land, then that's part of the previous season. And everything that happens after that will only ben, then be allowed in the coming year. Now, if you live in Eretz Yisrael, it's not an issue because you're planting in the previous year, you're cutting right after Pesach, so you, you, the food was all planted, the grain was all planted, you're cutting it now, mazel tov. The issue is what, what happens when you're cutting and planting at different times of the year. So for example, in certain parts of Russia and Poland, etc., they were only cutting six months later in, in autumn. So that means they would now have to wait six months until the next Pesach, until they're allowed to eat the fruits, eat the, the, the grain, sorry. Um, and there's issues with the United States and England, etc. Now, this affected the, the behavior. And that's why the Alter Rebbe writes in Shulchan Aruch, the Achshav, and now the world is not Nizhar and Isr Chadash. And some people are Melamed Some people give them, you know, in other words, a Melamed and give them a merit. Now, it says that even in places where you were able to eat it and it, it, keep it, it was easier. Like Poland, certain parts of Poland, nevertheless, most of the people are not keeping it. Um, because the main drink was made from beer, which came from those grains. And they were so and basically they wanted to drink it and they couldn't wait, so therefore they would rely on the opinion of some of the Rabbi Seinu that Chadash in, in, in outside of Eretz Yisrael is only Medirabanan. And the Chacham were only guys around places next to Eretz Yisrael. And some people were Melamitzchus that they believe that Chadash is only by Tvur, by grain, which it belongs to a Yid while it's being cut, not if it belongs to a Goy. Now, the Alta Rebbe continues, Kolbal Nefesh, anyone, anyone who's like, you know, whatever, taking, you know, the Yiddishkeit more seriously, should not rely on this Matidim and should be Machmer as much as possible, like most of the Rishayim Nachoyim hold, that Chadash Neig Menatayda, even the Chutzlaretz, and even Mishal Goyim, Kichayim Eker, that's the main opinion. Now, the fact is that we see that the Chassidim were Dafka Mekel, were lenient with Chadash. Now, we have to explore Ma- what actually is going on. The, the Tzemach Tzedek has a huge uh, tshuva about Chadash, um, and he's quite harsh, because you know the, 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 the most famous mekel, the person who is the most lenient is the Bach, 
and the Tzemachsedek writes quite a, quite um, harshly, Ein divdei habach shev Yaakov's nechayim. The words are not correct. And then he writes, I heard from my great uncle, the brother of the Alter Rebbe, Ma'aril from Yanovich, that the Alter Rebbe gave a reason to explain, to be, to, to settle the reason that some people are makel. But nevertheless, he says, because it's us and no difference a yid and not a yid. Now, the fact is that the Tzemach Tzedek didn't actually um, didn't complain about the fact that people are taking things out of Chadash. And truth is, we see they even made a Shtar Mechira to sell it to a guy. That he, he allowed people to sell the grain to a guy, so that takes away the issue of um, the Bach. Sorry, it takes the issue of Chadash that belongs to a Yid. Now, the truth is, the Bach was never mechadash. He didn't in, in, initiate the heter of chadash. He was only coming to be melametzchus, and because the fact is, that's what people were doing. He said like this: Haminik pashat malchusena. The thing, the, the custom is simple and accepted in our kingdom, the kingdom of Poland, to be matir. And even the gedolei Torah before us, they weren't oiser and they drink the beer that was made from the tvoa. Besides a few chassidim that are staying away, we're obviously talking about before chassidim of the Baal Shem Tov, different like the chassidim, in other words, the Yerushalayim. But after looking into it, you could see that it's mutter midina from halacha, and therefore nobody should say that it's aser hepechaminik shenago apikdeli shalaheter. Whoever wants to be machmer, machmer, but it's not aser. Very few people accepted the divrei abach, the words abach, without complaining. But the fact is, it's the bach. So much so that the Alter Rebbe writes, the Olam is not Nizar in Nisir Chadash. And the, the Rebbe actually wrote, the Rebbe said, on the, the Sikh of Achim Shal Pesach Tavshin Mem, in the unedited, the Rebbe says that if there's somebody who's Nizar in Chadash, Tavayel Bracha, but we don't know of people like that, and if there was, we would definitely know about it. So, it's just, I'm going to share with you a few interesting points that he brings about. It's quite fascinating. We see a lot of the daily Israel that um, accepted the words of the Bach. But I just wanted to share with you something that I just saw an unbelievable in, in the article. It says that in the name of the Baal Shem Tev, that when the Bach passed away, they cooled off Gehenim for him. What does that mean? So the Baal Shem Tov says they cooled it off the whole Gehenim for 30 or 40 days, and the Baal Shem Tov said, and the Tzemach Tzedek said for 60 days. And the Tzemach Tzedek explains why. He says all Tzedekim have to go through Gehenim. Now, interesting, what, how do we know what happened with the Bach when he went up to Shemayim? So one of the descendants of the Bach, his name is the Befal Maizlish, he wrote a Sefer Teisve Shabbos. The Sefer was written 250 years ago. And he says, the Batim, the Ba'is Chodesh, the, 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 who wrote many Sfarim about Batim, about houses, is known that when he went up to Shemayim, they said, open up space for the Biyoyel Mikroke Habida, the capital. And this was revealed to us by a certain spirit that was talking to us, I don't know, Dibuk, the way it was. 
So we see that over here, this is a little bit of the covet of the Bach, and that they said, well, make path. And then the other thing is that we see that we called off the Gehenim, like the Baal Shem Tev and the Tzedek Si. Now, there's a connection between the Chadash and the fact that they called off Gehenim. That we that, that received the tradition, and it says this in the Sefer Teis Shabbos, that the reason they gave him such a covet when he came up to Shemayim is because of the Heter Chadash. Now, interesting, um, there's another Sefer, Sifran Shal Tzadikim, that says in the name of the Pinchas Vikaritz, that they called off Gehenim before the Bach came 40 days. In other words, before he came, not once he came, um, so that so that the Bach can sit in Gehenim, but um, it wouldn't be too bad. But in other words, according to this opinion, Gehenim, the, the cooling of Gehenim is not what happened because of Heter, but rather the fact that he went to Gehenim is because he gave the Heter. So it's different nuschois. Um, so yeah, there's a, it's, he goes into a whole different nuschois about neshamas in Gehenim and Ganeidin, etc. Um, so he says there's an interesting uh, tradition from the Luzhenir about the dashes that the Bach gives. It says like this, the Baruch of Skver shared that in the name of somebody else, that the Bach swore that when he comes to the Eilamelian, he won't go into Ganeid until the Gula Shlema happened. Will happen. When he passed away, they took him to Ganeid and he forgot about it. But as he was walking one step in the Ganeid, he remembered. So he stood with one leg in Ganeid and the other one out of Ganeid. And the Bach was a great so he started saying Drashas, a very Gishmak Drasha. And a lot of Neshamas came to him. And he is till today, he's saying Drashas over there. Um, I would encourage you to read this article. It's fascinating. Um, you can reach out to me at labiatsin.gmail.com and I'll try to send you this article, which is just so interesting.